The following is a presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Sports Network. Listen in as Brent and Dave invite you to belly up to the bar with them to talk about everything in the world of sports, just like you would do at your favorite watering hole. It's sports, beer, and shenanigans. So belly up to the bar with us, grab a beverage, and let's get into it. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast Show number 315 for this July the 3rd, 2023. Remember, we are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Go to bellyupsports.com and uh, check out all their great articles and other podcasts such as Crap Brood Sports at bellyupsports.com. And uh, tonight, use the uh, SeatGeek app or seatgeek.com for 20% off your tickets for maybe some... Uh, some tickets for uh, Independence Day down in the States. Uh, you can get 20% off by using promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today. And thank you for making us a part of your weekend and your summertime fun here at 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. It's been a week or so, Dave, since we've done this and we're out of practice. How was the weekend? You uh, you were out watching baseball on our uh, on our um, our big day, Canada Day here on, in Canada. What? Uh, how was the weekend? Weekend was awesome. Um, watched the kid play baseball. So, you know, as a dad, there's not much better things you can do than getting out there and watching your kid compete. I will say this on July the 1st in Langdon, Alberta, it was 34 degrees and not a tree in sight. So got a little hot for Papa. Holy, I got a flip-flop tan that you've never seen, brother. It is, it is, it was so hot, but the kids had good, had a good time. And, and, and we were, we were out there watching the boy, uh, compete and, and he had a good weekend himself. Did you, uh, get any fireworks into your system? I know you're a big fireworks guy. I saw some after the bull, the bulls game on Saturday night, uh, at spit stadium. I actually ended up me and Deanne sat right at home plate. We had some, some chairs. We went like, I took my rightful spot at home plate after the game was done. Did you get yourself any fireworks on Saturday night? I did not. That's the one thing on my checklist. I wanted to see that I did not get to see. It was actually quite windy and we were a bit away. And, you know, by the time we would have got to the fireworks, they started 1030 and then gotten back. It would have been closer to midnight. The boys had a game in the morning, so we didn't even worry about it. The boys were having a good time. But you know what? I, I you know, I want to talk about this. I was I was I was lucky enough to see some fireworks on July 2nd um, at Langdon, Alberta. I got a witness. I got to witness something that not many people get a witness. Uh, okay. I I also had something on July first that, that, that was that was fortunate as well. But you 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 can go right no, ahead. And you, you go first. You no, go you first. start. No, you start first. You go you go right ahead because uh, I, I know you're quite proud of this whole situation. Uh, I've never. I what what you've seen. I've never seen live. So you you go ahead first. I witnessed an immaculate inning. Um, uh, uh, immaculate inning. Uh, I'm sure everybody does know, but I am going to say nine pitches, three strikes up, three strikeouts. It happened at the top of the first, and the the kid that fucking delivered that to me was my boy. He got up there, top of the first inning. He set the fucking tone. Three strikeout, 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 nine pitches. Good and morning, I, good afternoon, and good night, just like that. See you later. Done deal, eh? 
you, you go, he, uh, old Jasper must have been smiling ear to ear, probably barely able to talk. Cause I know Jasper, when he gets a little excited, he starts to hyperventilate almost when he talks, he doesn't know what's going on sometimes. So it must've been a proud moment, not only for Jasper, but for yourself. Oh, for sure. Like after the second one, it was like, holy shit, that's, that's six pitches, two strikeouts. And then, it, and then he did it. And then like, it was, it was awesome on so many levels. A, that I got to see it. B, that it was my kid. D, it, it pumped his team right up because like, uh, like they were in a team of uh, 13 and unders and they were playing in a tournament of 16 and unders. So two of the kids, That's bad planning, but whatever, yeah. but nonetheless, two of the kids that he struck out were 15 years old and uh, he came as the inning was over. Like I was like to Kaylee and to the parents. It was like, fuck, that was an immaculate thing. And we're all talking and all of a sudden the, the boys, He's right behind me with a baseball. He goes, here's the ball. Here's the ball. <laughs> and like, we're saving this ball. And I'm like fucking right. We're saving this ball. Like, like when he's my age, he'll have that ball. He, if he doesn't do another thing in baseball, he'll have a thing, uh, a ball that says he pitched an immaculate inning on July 1st, 2023. And that's a cool moment. That's, that's, that's one of the things that you let, you never know when the sun is going to shine on that dog's ass and the sun shined on it that day. Well, that's one of those things I've been trying. I think we talk about a lot on our show here, David, about minor sports. And, and those are moments that we're, that you're supposed to, to grab as a kid. And later on, when we're done, we we're talking about the, uh, I think just our last show last Wednesday, that the, the, the moments you remember, if you go on, on to the big leagues or you go on to sell insurance or, or become a construction guy or whatever, you always have those moments with your buddies 10, 20, 30 years later, when you're sitting around the, 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 uh, the local watering hole, those remember, Wednesdays and the, the stories like, the, the problem that Jasper has with that story he he can't boat it up anymore like that's good as it gets like he can't lie about it and, and make the story any better because like three ground balls in a row all right right on but like a three strikeouts in a row that's uh immaculate that's it doesn't happen very often he can't say three up three down it was immaculate because like that that's it Nine pitches, over. three so strikeouts. He, so he yeah. can't like he can't make that story any better, which is a bad thing for him, as we know when <laughs> when, when when we start talking about our glory days back in back in whatever whatever we were doing, his glory days. That's it. Stories it. So all his buddies are like, yeah, Jasper, we know you struck out three guys on nine we pitches. Right yeah. on, man. Like there's not, there's not a diving catch involved. There's not this guy. Like the guys he struck out might get better over time. Right, yep. he might talk and about that, not, and, and they're not telling any stories. Eh? No, like, like just some like, kid. Yeah, I don't they're just a nameless victim. Yeah. Some kids who sells insurance, something <laughs> leopard. I don't fucking. He talks about it all the time on his dad's podcast. For fuck's sake, I don't know. He's a guest. <laughs> no, that's a pretty cool story. When you told me about that last night, because then Deanne and I start talking. She, because she does uh, her, her idea of a perfect game and a Mac of the game and everything else. She has a lot and a, a no hitter. It's all different. She has it all convoluted and all screwed up. That's pretty cool that that Jasper got that uh, situation. I'm sure his, as a summer progress, he'll tell that story probably uh, at least three more times. I'm thinking. And what was cool about it as well, like everybody really understood it, right? Like it really picked, picked the team up. It was a top, like I say, it was a top of the first. They're playing against a team older than them, and they ended up winning the game. He he went uh, four and two thirds, nine strikeouts on 94 pitches. I don't know if we're supposed to let 13 year old kids throw 94 pitches. Throw 106. Was... <laughs> who cares? Whatever. <laughs> Keep going. But but he was good, you know, and he left the game winning eight three. They ended up winning the game nine eight and 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 we're happy about everything about that. So a no decision. But yeah. you know, that's that's what happens in baseball. We all get it. 
get it. And his team was so happy for him. And like, uh, when I was talking with the parents and kids, oh, Jasper, Jasper was awesome today. Jasper was awesome today. And hear the kids say that, you know, as a dad, that was, oh, pretty cool. it, it, it was really, my chest was a little puffy. Like I, I understand the reason for pitch counts to, to an extent in, in youth baseball. I get it. But uh, you know, who never had a pitch count? Nolan Ryan. He did okay. One of yeah, those but things, right? I will say this: after four and two thirds, the boy was done. Like he, he was. Well, and that, was, <laughs> but that's the thing is that, like, like usually when a kid quits throwing strikes, it's not because he's tired; it's because his usually it's between the ears that gives up on him. Really, when it comes down to it, like it's one of those yeah. things. Like they get a little frustrated with themselves, and on and on it goes. But you know, that's pretty cool story. Yeah, on Saturday night, Dave in the eighth inning at the uh, the Bulls game against Swift Current, they're full house the whole bit. Uh, two on, none out, ground ball to third base, triple fucking play. I I just what the uh, hell's going on? Like like yeah. boom boom boom. Third baseman, yep, bing bang boom done. And the, and the play at first, it was a it was a half step from it. It wasn't a banger by any means. Eh? So I was like, holy Christ, that's good. So we didn't have to worry about the the fireworks situation. That that really helped our our <laughs> scenario out on Friday on Saturday night. There it was good good game, good crowd. The whole thing was a lot of fun. The uh, the second inning there was a close plate home plate, and I called the guy out from swift current he was out and uh the coach come down the line he he wanted to have a little a little discussion with brent redlinski about my decision there and he says to me he says uh how did he word it? he says well my, my player back there says he's out and i said well what do you think he was gonna fucking say and he said something about well he says he's out i said well this isn't really a democracy this isn't how this works like, and what he has said he's safe that's right? what i said what's right. he, yeah. what he gonna if he said he was safe would we be talking I said, just go, just go back to, and Dursh was in the crowd. He thought I was going to run the guy. I heard, I heard Dursh yell in the back, oh, send him, Radlinski, send him. I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. Stick <laughs> the inning of the game. Yeah. We just, we just got out here. I don't need that kind of a problem. And we said the, the games first started in front of 25 or 3000 people, whatever it was. No nice crowd at Spit Stadium on, on Saturday night and fireworks were, were happening. It was a, and we spoke about that. Like, uh, like, uh, apparently the Bulls organization was a little worried that you were going to get everybody off the field in time for the fireworks. Did that, no, the game was over. Right? Like I was off the field ten o'clock, and then uh, sat in dressing room, had some beers and everything else, waiting for the the the, uh, the players to disperse, everything else, and then the uh, the fans were allowed on the field for the to watch the fireworks from the field. You could sit there, and me and Deanne, we took our uh, rightful place right at home, played a couple of uh, folding chairs out there, and I was back where I was uh, the forty five minutes for an hour before. I was like, oh Christ, we're doing this again. So no, it was a good good night all around. Dave, when we co- recorded last on last uh, Wednesday night. The New York Yankees were playing the Oakland Athletics, and unbeknownst to me, and I'm a biggest, you see all the crap behind me, I'm a biggest Yankee fan as, as you got going around here. And then the game, I went upstairs, had the game on. Uh, Domingo Herman th- threw himself a perfect game, unbeknownst to most. Yes, it's on the on the east, on the west coast. Yes, it was against the Oakland days. Uh, but in general, that might have been the uh, the most silent, perfect game in baseball history. What's your thoughts on that? Oh, without a doubt, because like you said, that was that game was going on when we were recording on uh, Wednesday, last Wednesday. Excuse me, and I had it going on on the side, uh, like on mute. And then I even think I mentioned it to you. I don't know if it was on air or, or during a break. I go, boy, the Yankees are laying the boots to the A's. That was eleven nothing final. I think is how. Yeah, it was I think yeah. it was seven nothing when we were done. Yeah, and then when we were done, I just. Uh, powered off and closed the screen. I didn't think nothing of it because I wasn't listening, right? And and I I just look at the score. I wasn't looking at the box score. And so I had zero idea 
that was a no hitter, let alone a perfect game. And so I, I didn't even. See, I, didn't even I, know I, I was in the eating morning. upstairs. Deanne was making supper for four for us while we were recording, and. I saw them jumping around. It's like when a no hitter happens, like, you know what that, because those are once or twice a year, you see those. And then I didn't know until the next morning that it was a perfect game. Same, same. And you being a Yankee fan, that kind of surprises me, right? Yeah. Because you don't care about Germont, right? Like, and well, that's and, what and I want to get Dave with this is that like, I prefer the, for those of you who don't know, who aren't huge baseball fans, but listen to our show more than they watch Yankee baseball, Domingo Herman went through a situation in 2019, uh, domestic violence at a Major League Baseball event in Manhattan where his teammates had to restrain him, sent his, uh, they got his wife away from him, on and on. He got suspended for 80, 81 games, and on and on it went. And uh, he got himself in a heap of trouble, had to go through counseling. His, him and his family are reconciled. They're, they're back together and everything's good. Uh, as good as can be, I guess. There's always going to be some kind of scars you would think, but I've never had, and then he got suspended this year for the sticky stuff. So in general, the guy hasn't had a great track record for me. Uh, I'm not a big Herman fan. He, like if he, he started tonight and I was kind of watching a little bit just cause I had the night off the field. So I'd get to watch a game, but I'm not a big Herman guy, even with the, the perfect game. I'm still like, you know what? This guy's kind of has a, a tainted past for me. So, uh, and I'm not saying that uh, morally I've done everything correct in my life. And I, but sometimes the old moral, high ground uh, might uh, might have its place in, in, in a sports fans world. Oh, without a doubt. Um, you don't, I myself, you don't appreciate the consequences of people that are bad people. And, and, you know, like spousal abuse is a bad thing to do. Sticky stuff. You know what? I might, yeah, so you got caught. I'm not gonna. I'm not. That doesn't bother me as much because you know, trying to get, not, trying to, trying to get an upper hand, trying to get, get a competitive advantage when you don't got it. I get it. I totally get it. If yeah, you, like yeah. It, like it's the old saying: if you, if you, if you don't, if you, if you're not uh, cheating, you ain't trying. To an extent, but uh, yeah, you get to that moral high ground a little bit. You, you, I just wonder. Um, talking to some people about this over the weekend, like when a guy has a a, no, a perfect game, it's a great, yeah, fourth one in Yankee history, and he gets that perfect game on a a Wednesday night in in first late. one since 2012. I was like, so it's been a since bit Felix, too. Felix Fernandez with the, the Seattle Mariners, he got that against yeah. uh, Tampa Bay on a Thursday afternoon. Why I remember that, I have no idea, but. Um, like you, you, you see that the guy do something great, fourth, fourth, uh, perfect game of Yankee history, on and on it goes, and you wonder, and no one felt like it, it, Yankee fans in general didn't really celebrate it. That even the next day, yeah, it was I listen Michael K show, they were talking about it, but you wonder if it, if it was anybody else, if there would have been a lot more, uh, especially because it's the Yankees, there would have been a lot more exposure, a lot more publicity for it. Not even just Yankees. If this guy would have been a Brewer or or or. or a Colorado Rocky, I think it would have been more celebrated because, you know, they, they, obviously these, these, these only happen. I think this was like the 27th or 28th in the history of baseball. And like, yeah. So yeah. like, it, it's just, it doesn't happen very often. And, and it's, it's something you want to feel good for a guy for having his day in the sun and, and, you know, dog sun, shun, dog, uh, the sun shines on the dog's ass every now and then, but why did it have to, the, why did the sun have to shine on that dog? That ass? guy of all people. Right. Yeah. Right. And it's, so it's tough to feel good for someone. It's an accomplishment and, and, and no one's ever going to take that away from him. But really had to be that fucker. 
and and, well, and that's and it. The and thing and is, is that so it's okay not to feel happy about it because the guy's the guy fucking hits his beats his wife beat his wife. Like you, like you want, like you wonder, like it's one of those things. Like I had this discussion with him between my own ears about this. Like you wonder what would happen if this guy ends up being the game six starter in the world. So not the Yank. Not that I'm saying the Yankees are going to the World Series. So don't people get all fucking crazy on me? But let's just say if ifs and buts, cannons and nuts, and the Yankees end up getting the World Series and got to a game six or a game seven, or Herman's a starter and gets the win, am I going to be as uh, eh, if it's that? Or am I going to be happy that the Yankees won? Like, let, let, let's compare it to the, the Ray Rice situation with the, the Baltimore Ravens. Let's say if Ray Rice caught a, a game-winning touchdown, uh, whatever year that was, that that happened in the elevator with his wife, um, If uh, because everybody was like, that, this guy should not be playing Hey, Diddle Dill, Ray Rice up the middle. It was like the year they went to the Super Bowl, right? right? So, like, yeah. if, if, so if, if, if this is a situation where Ray Rice catches the game-winning touchdown, uh, yeah, everybody was against him starting the season, but would Baltimore Ravens, fans if he catches up that big touchdown to win themselves a championship what are fans saying like it's it's tough to to take that moral high ground uh because you can't talk out of both sides of your mouth when it comes to this kind of stuff i i 100 agree and you know i've made a made a pact with myself for uh the oj white broncos which is my fantasy uh football team that we do that live draft with i'm not picking wife beaters i'm not picking people that have uh uh a history of, of, of hitting women. And, and you know, it, it, it may have cost me in a year or two, but like, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to take Nick Chubb. I'm not going to take the cheetah. I'm not going to take Ben Roethlisberger. I'm not going to take, um, fucking what's his name? Deshaun Watson. Like I just won't because I want to cheer for the guys and I want to feel good about cheering for guys. And, and I understand like you as a Yankees fan, like, are you, are you, are you supposed to cheer for that guy? Like, what if it is game six? What if it's game six in the world series to stave off elimination? Like you want him to win, but you wish it was someone else that you got to cheer for it. And I, and it's a problem that all us sports fans have to like, and then, you, and you won't even know how you feel until you're presented with the opportunity of how am I supposed to feel about this? And and that's the thing, Dave. Is is do sports franchises have an obligation to their fan bases, maybe to not how do how do you to not put us in this situation? I guess to uh, have to cheer for a guy like this, you know, for a guy who's who's made some. And, and, and where where is that that line? Like where is that line? Like is it is it spouse abuse is it is it drunk driving is it a, a drug problem like what like where is the line with with with, uh, with with this moral high ground because you know he is without uh sin shall cast the first stone right so like where where's the where is it when it comes to to fandom and everything else or, or do you just because let, let, let's just say let, let's just say for sake conversation because that's what we're doing here it's what podcasts are crazy crazy what a thought is that uh i'm going to lay it on the line that there has been some people in the past in the world of sports who've done some unsavory things that we never heard of because there wasn't social media there wasn't 24-hour news stations there wasn't 24-hour sports stations and on and on and so on and on it goes right there weren't people doing investigative reporting to see every last little bit you did so uh, for every for every hat trick 
there's a guy who got a hooker. For every for every uh, three touchdown game, there's a guy who slapped his wife, or we, or you know what I mean. Like there's always oh for sure, like like just, so, just, just because I'm, I'm not I'm, I'm not giving Domingo Herman a, a free a free pass because of the age we live in, but I'm saying is there's probably been some unsavory characters throughout the history of professional sports who were great or were Hall of Famers, whatever, who got away with it because of who who they were. Oh, for sure. Without a doubt. Like I, I, I think as you were telling that story, um, Mickey Mantle, one of the greatest Yankees of all time, um, they reached out to him when he was, uh, retired and when he was freshly retired and, and still, and was on the bottle and they asked him about his favorite memory from Yankee stadium. Did you ever see this? Yeah. That's an unsavory little, not a, that's a funny little story, but it's just a different well, and, one that you would. Yeah. Just, and it was handwritten right on the sheet. Like I, I, I read it in Mickey Mantle's ha- handwriting. He talked about how he got a blow job in the dugout on his off day. Yeah. And and we're under the stairs or whatever it might have been. Yeah, whatever it would have been, and that was his favorite memory of Yankee Stadium. Like he had all these great moments, and obviously he was a little like no, no, no womanizer cheated on his wife on and on. It went with with with, with the Mick, and then you look at other guys that have happened and Hall of Famers who did did, did things. But like it's just uh, like I said, I'm not giving these guys a, a a pass now because they, they they're playing in the era they got in. But it's it's a little bit harder to. Uh, Guys got well. They still get away with a lot. Let's let's not kid ourselves. Yeah, like, sure. athletes get away with a lot of crap. You go right right yeah. down to college sports. Like there's there's sheriffs in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, who let the uh, the Crimson Tide do whatever they want. Well, and then whatever I, the what fuck I mean? like, was um, happening. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just using that as an example. But well, and like Baylor football, right? Like there was it was shit going on everywhere. Forever, forever, and 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 they they got close to getting the death penalty because it was so bad the the rapes and and everything that was going on but they got pushed under the, and that's in like i said like uh we were saying in 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 university football like at what at what point do we hold our athletes accountable for their their actions off the field as opposed to their accomplishments on the field and you know and that's a that's a choice we all have to make to yeah. ourselves yeah, it's going to be interesting come come late September, earlier October, like when if Herman's on the hill for a, a decisive game or a game that puts the Yankees into a playoff spot or whatever it might be, and if if I'm going to be like, will I be cheering cheering for him just to get out of the fifth, yeah. and then the bullpen takes over and he keeps it close, but and not get a win, or but but then again, let, let's just say if he's let's let's just throw another hypothetical out there. Let's just say if this guy if this cat's going for a fucking perfect game in Game Six of the World Series. I'm going to be cheering for him because that's going to be legend. Cause now, cause, right? cause, because now, now you're into Don, Don Larson territory, right? Like a, right. Perf- a perfect game in world series only been done one time. You ever seen, seen the, the pictures and the videos of, uh, of Yogi bear jumping in Larson's arms only been done once. So you, you just wonder uh, like where, where does the, where does morality take over compared to fandom? It's, it, it's a, t- it, it's tough. Like it, it's, it's definitely a tough, a, a tough question you got to have with yourself uh, no matter what, like it's, 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 you just don't know what to do. And you never really do know until you are watching that game live. Like, and for like, people, uh, for people to stamp their feet and cross their arms, I would never. You don't know. You don't know you because you're not a fan, right? Like, yeah. and, and I say it all the time. Like, uh, especially in NCAA uh, basketball and or football, um, it's a game's going to happen, or, or occasionally in the NFL playoffs. Like, it's like two teams I really don't like, and I honestly don't know who I want to win the game. And I don't know until I actually start watching the game. Yeah. 
And then, and then it's like, ah, oh, fuck, ah. Oh. And then the, the it's uh, <laughs> the one I always bring up is uh, BYU and Notre Dame. I go, I don't know who I want to lose this game more. And then I find myself watching it, and it's like, actually, I, I think I do hate BYU a little more than Notre Dame. And and that's a pretty rare thing. Not I, all Mormons, just the ones who go to BYU. I just said BYU. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. No, I, I don't. I, I didn't say Mormons. I uh, said BYU. I, I, I'm fairly certain our <laughs> listenership understood what you were talking about: the Catholics versus convicts, or the Mormons versus the Catholics. So we've got to yeah, little, uh, yeah. exactly where you're getting. So I just, I just laid it out straight and narrow yeah, for our listeners. Just like, don't get Jesus that. Christ! I'm actually wanting Notre Dame to win a game here this time. So yeah, no, it's uh, it's crazy how you, you you don't think of those situations. Everybody, everybody's I would never. You don't know. Like you don't. You don't know. know. Until you watch and then, the and, then he, and then and then if you and then let, let's even to put it to another level like you brought the instant delay tournament you could just turn on march madness on that first thursday or whatever it's on and just start watching the game it's a great game and then afterwards you might find something out do you, do you feel shame no you no because it's, it's, it's like just it's a whatever. game that i'm watching because it's on in march and and i want to watch yeah, the it's a game right? you're watching and who cares and like it's a like it's nothing that <sighs> I don't know. Like there's, there's so many things that you, like, people are so against and so for and whatever. And, it, or, and I'm not going to say they're woke or anti-woke. Cause I still don't even fucking know what woke even means. I get so confused by the whole thing, but at the end of the day, if you, if you're t- <laughs> I, I, I get confused with it. Like it's, dude, this is good. Uh, whatever. Right. And wrong. And being nice, and not being nice, but it, it's funny. Like you just, I just want my team to win. Like, right. And, like l- l- let's say if like, if, there's there's people who are 80, 85 years old who are Yankee fans since God knows when. They probably had no idea that Domingo Herman did whatever whatever happened. You know, they they, they listen to they read the paper. They don't read the paper. They read the box score, right? Right. So does that make them a bad person for cheering for their team? No. Yeah, and they know. Yeah, but they would know that why he got suspended for eighty games, right? Yeah. They, they so they would know that they would know he's a little bit shitty, and but you know at the end of the day it's like fuck, I those are the people right like the the people a generation older than us that are like fuck I miss the good old days when all we don't knew was the bot car we didn't know what they did we didn't have a clue the, the worst we, thing the worst we thing we knew and, and, and let's the worst thing we knew and I don't know what else Marilyn Mew's done like at all like I, or, or he could be he could be an absolute saint and we and you enjoy a dart I enjoy a dart now and then whatever it is like the the worst thing we knew about Marilyn Mew or Gila Fleur is that they smoked that's I, it. They had a dark business that, uh, deals, nothing periods, yeah. families. We had no idea if they were married, divorced, nothing. They had, they smoked darts between periods. That's the worst thing that we knew. Yep. And now we know everybody's everything. Right. So it's, it's just, it's odd. And that's, that's the one, the, the uh, innocence of sports I kind of miss. Yeah. You know, and, and when we say we miss it, that's, that's, that's fine. Ignorance is bliss, but you know, as, as the society we live in and we know everything about, we know we know about we know more about shit that we don't care about than actually the shit we do care about, right? And and that's and a very way, good point. And and the way that that the society is right now. Now we like I know I know more about the fucking Kardashians, whereas in third twenty years ago I didn't even know about the fucking Kardashians, and I didn't know the shit that these kids did. And now they're fucking nineteen years old and billionaires. Like that blows me away. And whatever, I'm not going to besmirch him for for being billionaires, but I just don't get it. It's it, I'm allowed to not get it, but like I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask you this. 
like you, you, you're a big anti Roethlisberger guy. You've yeah. talked about it on the show a lot. Like you, like you're, you're not an apologist at all. You, you don't. No, like, he's he's a product yeah. of the system. Hyper, no, no. Let's let's not get into his, his quarterback. His quarterback. Okay. Whatever. I don't give a fuck about that one bit. Let's just say that the the Denver Broncos they had a they had a chance to think that they had a Super Bowl contender five years ago when he was still doing okay. I'm talking about Big Ben. Yeah, and, and Big Ben. Uh, the John Elway makes the phone call to to Pittsburgh and says, "Hey, we'll give you whatever shares in Walmart, and I'll give you three car dealerships outside of Denver to uh, if if we can uh, take Big Ben out of out of out of Pittsburgh, and he'll be a Denver Bronco." What would your thoughts have been for? Would you cheer for that team that year? What would, what would your thoughts have been? Um, I the, the the second I read that uh, press release, I would have filed my divorce papers. What if it was for one year and he doesn't win, he retires? That are you coming back or no? Uh, well, they won the temporary separation. Yeah, well, let's, yeah, let's, let's, yeah. let's say that they, that they no, they, no, no, like uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, it, this is a temporary separation until you fucking uh, pull your head out of the ass because I get it. Like, with Trevor Simeon and whoever the fuck else, god, that we went through a lot of quarterbacks there before uh, old D Russ came around and, and, uh, or, or Russell Wilson came around. I don't know why I always want to call him D rest. It's no, like absolutely. No, I, I, I thought he was overrated the entire time. I never got it. I'm just talking I, morally. Yeah. Uh, you, 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 like, you made your case morally against him more than you have, but you have his, uh, his on the field escapades more, more like, yeah, no, I, I would have been disgusted. I would have been absolutely disgusted. And I would, I would, I would have followed, uh, Separation papers. <laughs> Separation papers. Are I've those, done it before. Are those a thing? Separation papers? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I, no, I think you have to be legally separated. Like, I don't know what, I don't, I don't know if you file papers. I don't know if you'd like just, you know, do a post-dated check to yourself saying like, I'm, I'm separated. And then, and then after a year, you're allowed to get divorced. I don't think- I think we can audit that one pretty quick. If there's, I, yeah. if there's something that went sideways quick, I think you can get divorced pretty quick. I think you have to be legally separated for a year before you can actually get divorced. Huh. We should uh, check with our legal counsel, 1420 World Headquarters, Craig Schwarn. You might be able to figure help us out. Not that I'm yeah. looking to get anything. I'm not. We're not even married yet. But <laughs> well, just, you're not even married yet. Yeah, but, so. you, yeah, but you're common law now, so it might have to be something to do with that. Like I don't well, know. We got fun. some people that are divorced in their in our listening circles. Just just drops a line at 1420sports@gmail.com. <laughs> Let us know how you guys went through your divorce situation and uh, follow us on Twitter. And we'll send you an autographed picture of Dave and our Dave and myself. At, no, I I don't know. Yeah. It's it, the moral high ground is something because you you always tell the people I would never I would never but to come down to it I don't know what I do I know I I do I do know what I would do I do know what I would do if he's in 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 a in a situation where where Domingo Herman's going to win win a, a World Series game game one game four game whatever I'm You're hoping cheering he, for him all I'm hoping he does well I'm hoping that he he's out in the fifth with with a tie game or with a leap. Like and I'm I'm hoping I'm not put in a situation where he's pitching a perfect game into the eighth because now 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 I have to cheer for him as well as well as the team. Yeah. So you want so you want him to do an Andy Pettit job, not a not a Don Larson job. That's what I would 100 like. That's a, that's what I would completely be. <laughs> give me be, be give me for. an Andy Pettit. 
Give Don't me an Andy Pettit, anyways. That's exactly. Right. Congratulations to Jasper on the immaculate inning there in uh, where, what town was that? Langdon, Alberta. Langdon. I can only remember Langdon. I always wanted to be July second. It was not. On, it was not on Canada Day. It was July, on July the second. Jasper Van Roby's uh, his story be etched in baseball history in Langdon, Alberta. A story that he will tell for years to come and it's too bad he can't make the story any better the only thing he can make better is the guys he struck out you know and and you know that's kind of a funny thing right if he doesn't do anything else with his baseball career this story might get told at his wedding oh it will he'll bring it up <laughs> ah, what if he throws a perfect game for texas in the yeah, world series of baseball of things that this is it this he is ain't it. he ain't but <laughs> well this is, might be something to propel his baseball career get a little bit of uh a little bit of cock in the walk and bumping bump in his step. And all of a sudden he thinks he's a baseball player. Got to do better, boy. Got to yep. do better. Yep. Like, that's that's yesterday's news, I got to work out. I got to work out. Yeah, whatever, Josh. Fucking hit the weights. Fuck, hit yeah, the let's, weights. Let's... I ain't paying for it. Fuck, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer sports talk and a whole lot more. This segment is brought to you by SeatGeek.com. The SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today. And save yourself 20 bucks in your first purchase. And uh, to maybe watch jasper pitch in the big leagues <laughs> one of these days you know what and then like stranger think, things it, have happened it was a it was a cool moment and his team was as proud of him as he was like that and that was good like he oh, like great. he he has a good team and they were all jacked for him and that was it, it was a fun moment was the uh was the umpire a little generous the umpire didn't even know oh no the umpire had a tight zone and <laughs> And so Jasper knew shoebox. he had to bring a shoebox yeah. to life. And I even like got yipped at the umpire because uh, I don't know if we were on air or off. It was the same umpire all four games on the weekend. And then after game two, like I bumped into him. I go, that's a little tight. You know, your, your strike zone's a little tight. Well, you know, you, you got you to make them earn it. I go, how about making the kids swing the bat? So maybe that's what I did because I put that the thing in the... With the bug in the umpire's ear. With the bug in the umpire's ear because that was the first game the next day because I, I bitched about a bit of a tight zone. I will I go, never be known as a, uh, a batter's uh, umpire, man. I'm all for the pitchers. Throw strikes, man. I get to get you to the bar. Outs and strikes gets to the bar quicker after a game. Well, exactly. Outs and strikes. Outs and strikes. And and you know, as kids up there, like just make him swing the bat. Make him swing the bat. Strike zone of a fucking hula hoop, man. Just throw it somewhere inside there. Good enough. Yeah, as opposed to you know, like <laughs> throw it here, throw it here. It no, is. fuck, earn it, earn that hit. Nobody likes walks. Actually, we'll nope. talk about that next time. We'll talk about that in a second. I'll talk. We'll, yeah. Anyways, fourteen twenty sports bar podcast. Four beer sports talking a whole lot more. Are you thinking of going to a game or a concert in the coming days ahead, or do you already have tickets and want to upgrade where you're sitting? It's simple. Go to SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. They have tickets for all sports going on right now, as well as concert tickets to shows throughout North America. And to make things even better, use promo code 1420POD, that's 1420POD, and receive 20 bucks off your first purchase. Once again, that's promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com 
or the Seat Geek app. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. This segment is brought to you by Caldera Lab and CalderaLab.com. Use promo code 1420LAB at CalderaLab.com for the best in men's skin care and keep that youthful exuberance in your mug and get those fine lines and wrinkles off your face and the sunshine on your face all, all summer long. It's good to have some skin cream. Dave, the... Uh, ESPN had some major layoffs, some heavy hitters that have been on TV for a very long time who were making a lot of dough on the uh, the networks, on the various shows. Uh, we get all the, the, the basic shows that, that ESPN has to offer here up in Canada. We uh, Throughout the day, it's a little bit too much ESPN coverage. Sometimes I think that we, uh, uh, sports that we don't really uh, watch a lot. We talk about that a lot on, on our podcast. But not uh, the College World Series. But they don't go to the College World Series for whatever reason. That's, that's a, a whole other kind of word for another day. But uh, guys like Ke- Keyshawn Johnson, Jeff Van Gundy, uh, Max Kellerman, David Polak, uh, uh, Susie Colber, uh, the, the rest, like a lot of heavy hitters, been on TV for a long time. Is this a situation, Dave, where ESPN just said, What's the point of having these people on TV? People are going to watch no matter what. We don't need to pay a million bucks a, a head for four of these guys. I 100% agree with that. Like, I, 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 I never am happy to see anyone lose their job. But when you're getting paid that amount of money, I don't give a fuck who the sideline reporter is. I don't give a shit who is on the panel. I want someone like uh, James uh, James Brown or, or, or Boomer, uh, Boomer Esaias, not Boomer Esaias. And uh, when I say Boomer, I mean, Chris Berman or, or the guys running the panel. I could give a fuck like Terry Bradshaw. How much are they paying that? Like, does he put, I bet he's making three, four million bucks a year. I'll bet you. I, I, I would wrong, guess but... like, like, how does he not get paid? I realize he's not with ESPN. He's with Fox. I believe. What kind of insight is he giving me that someone like, Jim Fanon at the van isn't giving me. You give Jim Fanon at the van one week to break down tape, he's going to give you just as much insight and maybe a little bit more colorful than anything Terry Bradshaw brings me. That might be the problem that these that ESPN has and that these TV networks have and, and radio stations. Like there's there major cuts around Canada here than when the TSN and Rogers, they got rid of... Um, uh, or Bell, sorry, not yeah, no. Roger, but Bell. Yeah. Uh, they, they got rid of uh, TSN 1260 in Edmonton. They got rid of uh, the Winnipeg one. There, there, there was three or four, and there's even TSN radio in Toronto got rid of Leafs Lunch. So that they lost those jobs. That might be the problem, Dave. That ESPN comes with, and then Bell Media has is that the uh, the income isn't there because you do have podcasts who who have. Uh, not, not not ours by any means. We have enlightened takes. We just we are our shows more more of well, a sports just, bar they talk, just, right? They, they haven't there, just found us yet. Yeah, but there but there's podcasts who do break break down games and break down games and and the, and they people go to to those those uh, those mediums a lot more now than they they, they would five uh, two like two years ago or five years ago. It's a lot different. And like you said said with Jim the fan in the van, uh, he if given the opportunity, I think he would have a lot more. Uh, of a passion for for uh, a, a Steelers thing than say a like Max Kellerman does. Exactly, and then, you know, like, and, and and I think it's different now because you know our our bed shitter generation, which I'm I'm, I'm including myself in, but like I'm it. one of these guys. Like, why the fuck am I watching my dicka? The guy falls asleep half of the time while those other guys are doing their bits, you know, and they're trying, they're doing their things, and they're you're yucking it up and you're doing this. But NFL pregame shows, like, 
Like, what do I care? I've done all my research because I've done my pickums. I've done my bet slip. And then like, what, so, so what these guys have to say before a game, I don't even know. I don't know who tunes into that anymore. It's just, I think for the sports bars, because they got to have something on. So they'll have a CBS, the pregame, they'll have the Fox pregame. They'll have the ESPN pregame. And then like, depending on who wants to listen, then that's the volume we'll have. Like I, yeah. I, 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 I know. I, I agree. Know. I agree 100% with you. People who watch like, there's one thing about being a fan and everything else, but um, to watch all of that NFL hoo-ha people know my opinion on the NFL a little bit, but like watching all that hoo-ha um, on a Sunday morning prior to it, prior to kickoff, I don't understand it because like you, like you just said, People have their fantasy fantasy picks. They they had that they they have that done. People people actually like belly up fan, fantasy thing is a very big show on got, online. There's you got to set your things. lineup before Sunday morning. Be, be, before yep. Sunday morning, so you're already done. So if you're waiting till that last second, anyways, most people have that already done. And fantasy is a big part of of of, of the, the National Football League. And why these these things are so big, I I don't understand it. Like I don't need to hear. Thank God, Deion Sanders is off. But like, there's other guys that, that talk. You're like, what do I care what that guy has to say about something? Because they just they they talk with the same thing from Wednesday on. About and so by the time Sunday comes around, I'm already done with it. I'm done with it. Like where, whereas like like here in Canada, uh, like I I quite enjoy College Game Day because we don't get the college football um, coverage that they do down down in the states and everything else, right? So I I do like College Game Day a lot. And and there was one guy, David Pollock, he he got the hammer this week in the ESPN layoffs. But the, the, that's the the one that I get that I, I like watching that, but I, I can't imagine that people who are um, ESP or, or uh, college football guys, they probably watch their local, their, their local broadcast more. If you're an Alabama fan or whatever it might be, you'll probably watch those things more or listen to a broadcast or watch a, a YouTube video about those, about your teams more than you care about. Um, if you're, if you're from, if you're from Montana state, you don't give a, you could give a shit what Mississippi state's doing. Exactly. You know, and, and like, and as to that, as you were thinking, it almost makes more sense to me that uh, the networks that are carrying these games would have a show on like uh, just before Monday night football, like, and do their show about uh, the, the breakdowns of what went wrong, like breaking down the games and doing, doing all that kind of shit, as opposed to the pregame, like the pregame is done. Everybody does their own pregame, but you want to see the postgame. You want to see the highlights. You want to see what's wrong. You want to see who's hurt. You want to see who may or may not be in your lineup next week. And, you know, as a fantasy football player that, that, that I am, um, those are the things that actually is more important to me and I and I want to think start thinking about the lineup I'm going to post on the weekend and, and five days like especially on Thursday, like maybe do maybe have a Wednesday uh, roundup show. I I don't know how that's going to work, but I think that there's there's a chance for a show like that to work more than these these pregame shows, which is like old fuckers. Like honestly, I keep going back to Terry Bratch on Mike Dick. I can't give a fuck what those has-beens have to say about what's going to happen 
on on what we got to look for in today's game because you know what I already know what I want to look for in today's game. Yeah, it's it's really strange to me that they keep going back to the well over time every year, and people people pretend that they're watching and that. And that's been my that's been my take on that for for the last few years, especially since we were kind of stuck in in what we were watching TV for not nonstop and watching things back in 2020. It's crazy how the the three years has gone by like that, and and people kind of got tired of that same old shtick, and I think that's where ESPN is. Is that people aren't watching, so the ratings the ratings aren't as high. At the end of the day, the the, the executives are, they're not they're not taking a pay cut. So they got to find ways to to cut corners and make sure they that their that their paychecks and their yacht their yacht payments are still taken care of, right? And so they they they'll cut they'll cut right off the top, and, it, and it's 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 crazy to see that some, like I said, there's some pretty heavy hitters like that. Max, Max Kellerman, he's on everywhere on, on ESPN. They said, yeah, thanks. Bye. See ya. Jalen Rose. He was told basically right before a segment that, yeah, you're, you're out, get out of here. And he, it's, it's crazy to think that, that that happened. Like these guys will land their feet. Like the like Keyshawn Johnson's rich beyond belief. He's, he's, he was on, on uh, everywhere and he's uh, made how much money playing, playing football. So it's not a, it's not like these guys are going to be starving, but you, you just wonder like how cutthroat it is. Like if they, if they, they're saying goodbye to these guys. Think of the the, the 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 lower level guys who got the hammer too. Yeah, but the like I say, I don't know who all got the hammer and, and who didn't. But you know, it's a job that you know, given given the opportunity, like give me give me twenty grand and I'll do it for a month. And see well, what you think. Well, that's the you know? thing is that like why why they pay these guys this much money to do it's kind of a mystery because it's one of the and and that's what I remember when Jay and Dan first went down to the states uh, for TS for, 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 for Fox Sports One for Fox yeah. Sports One they went down and because the TSN. Because um, they were old school personalities, they're going to yeah, bring and TSN wasn't going to give me any, any more money here in Canada. They, they they said that we have an offer from Fox can you guys do something comparable? They, they knew they wouldn't get as much from TSN, but they basically said, TSN said, listen, we can get anyone to do this job. Cause there's only X amount of networks in, in Canada. There's only X amount of network spots in Canada. People would kill to have your job. And it turns out that TSN was right. They said, go ahead, man. And so, yeah. so they, they went, they, they made good, good dough and they came back and there was someone in that spot in a second. So be, being a, a sports broadcaster, it's a slippery slope because there's a lot of people who want to do that job, right? It's a, it's a really slippery slope. That's why, maybe that's why podcasts and everything else, people are, are lost, lashing onto those a lot because it's a di- different point of view, I guess. I don't know. Well, you know, and then on that token too, for the same reasons that I brought up like the pregame stuff, like who wants to watch the pro the postgame stuff? Like I don't, excuse me, I don't make a point of watching sports sports night anymore. Like I, I, I remember as a kid, yeah, I think it was nine 30 or 10 30 every night. I would turn it, tune into CNN to watch that, uh, Van Earl Wright on Van CNN. Earl Wright. And it was the, the, the black guy that, that died not too long ago. And there was, uh, uh fuck. What was his name? But nonetheless, I watched that every single fucking night because there was no sports. I, like I didn't know anything. So I got to watch baseball highlights. I got to watch football highlights. I like, I got to watch it all because sports 11 sports 1130 on uh, here and with, was ITV in Edmonton and, and two and seven. In, in California. Right. But right. that CNN that? one was good. Like deep, 
over the wall in left field. And we, like, never, obviously- we never got that. We, you, 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 the only uh, baseball we got here was TBS, basically on um, with with the Braves, and we get the WGN Cubs game. But in general, we we watch Jays games. So anything anything new was was CNN back in the day, and then CNN got rid of their their sports coverage because they went to all like well because everything else else happened right like and you know and and like you know just mark like just saturation of 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 information and and that's how it is in today's world and and i don't understand if you're gonna pay somebody a lot of money to do a to 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 give me something that i can find just as easily online either reading an article like i never watch I don't like. I hate it when I go when I go online to to try and get some uh, breakdown of any kind of matchup or, or or anything, and they give me a video. Oh, I hate it. I skip. I go back page. I want I want the article. I want to read it. I don't want it. Like if my kids, the exact opposite. You would rather watch the information and listen to someone talking to them. I can read faster than I can listen. And and maybe that's the old man in me. I don't know what I can do. <laughs> because your wife will say, you don't fucking listen. That's why. <laughs> well, maybe, yeah. Like, write, write, write it on a fucking piece of paper. I'll read I'll, when I get to it. Yeah, because, you know. Well, like, I listen. When I when because I'm when I'm reading, I'm reading. You know, I can I can I can pretend I'm listening. I can't pretend I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I can pretend I, I can pretend I'm listening. I can't pretend I'm reading. Can't <laughs> uh, this be the one and only episode Kaylee listens to? I, I, I pretend I'm listening. <laughs> I can't pretend to read. <laughs> <laughs> no, the uh, the sports landscape, like the sports media landscape, has changed so much, and you you, you think like the, the radio and tv and newspapers and magazines and how it it's all come down to the the uh, the, the almighty phone i guess and the almighty uh, tablet or whatever it might be it's crazy how it's all changed it's just uh and how there's there's more information but i don't know if it's better information well it's just like who do you trust right is there more entertainment though i think there's more entertainment Oh yeah, I I will believe that. I can and and I'll give. There's us. To, yeah, there's there there's us. And then if you don't want to go to us, like that that Good Morning Football stuff that uh, Kyle Brandt and and oh shit, I forget all their names already. But I, I big fan, eh? I I am a fan of Kyle Brandt because I used to listen to Jim Rome all the time too when he was a member of of, of his posse. Um, <clears throat> Whatever happened to him? Jim Rome. Yeah. Just, well, we don't get it. No, they just had the smack off the other day. This might have been the first time in 20 odd years I did not listen to the smack off. But I don't search it out anymore because he doesn't carry it and uh the Calgary radio station doesn't carry it anymore. Yeah, I, and, I, I used to stay him faithfully, but then I I kind of lost touch. It, it, it seemed a bit um I don't want to say it was rehearsed, but it was it seemed a bit rehearsed. Yeah, when you do, when you, it's not rehearsed, but it's the same old thing every time. Like, yeah. and, and but you know, props to him too. He's oh, a for very, he made a lot of money for a long time. He's a very he rich man. He's, and, he's, and, he's a pioneer of, of sports talk radio. Don't get wrong. And, and I watched it, uh, like I watched. I listened to him all the time for like yeah. twenty years. That was the thing. And when Calgary Radio lost him, I was a little bit. I I did write a letter on on the keyboard, not. Not not pen to paper. I did wrote, it, write a letter. Didn't put uh, spit to stamp. I did not put spit to stamp. And then, um, uh, yeah, it, it's I, I, 
and that's that's a thing different too, right? I I think also the as a far from being on TV, I, I like I myself find myself listening to more shit now too. Like whether it be on uh, Sirius Radio, whether it be on terrestrial radio on the AM dial, whether it be podcasts. Like, how do you compete with that where I can listen to shit whenever I want to, wherever I want to, as opposed to actually, like, tuning in to watch something? Like, I don't... You can't beat it, actually. I can't. I can't because, you know, like, yeah, to, to, to go against what I just fucking said, I can't. I can listen, but when it's in my ears when I'm doing chores or when I'm doing things or when I'm driving... That's when I can listen. Like yeah, I don't, the, I don't. Live TV will never. Live TV will never be the, never be the same again for anybody. I can't. I can't sit still and watch something unless it is live. Sport. You know, and then like with like podcasts, so you can listen to whatever you want, and like a lot of podcasts, like ours, whatever you way. want. You, you, they don't. They they don't really run in um, numerical like ours is numerical, but you don't have to listen to, to today's show to to know about tomorrow. It's like today's show has nothing to do with anything. Right. You know, like, and if I it's, if not, I it's, miss- it's not it's not it's not date sensitive. Right, so that's what right. one good thing about podcasts is you can listen to something from a year ago and it's still relative. Not a year, but you know what you know what I'm getting at. No, I know exactly what you're talking about. You listen to it at your own time, and it's like, oh fuck, I missed a couple, but I got to hear what they say about this on the weekend because I might have, I might want to put some money on it. It's going to affect my starting lineup. It's going to be a topic that I want to hear, and and then now that's the one I'm going to pick, and then that's the one I'm going to listen to, and and when you got people on the screen i'm like you know i i tape shit all the time i uh pvr stuff all the time on on uh on the tv because i don't want to watch commercials so why would i why would i there's no reason to pvr something like the the pregame coverage for nfl football on a sunday morning and you know and then this is us being in the mountain time zone when the first game is at 11 so you got motherfuckers waking up at seven o'clock to watch these guys starting to talk about football for their game at nine get bent like christ like yeah. I like I don't know how you do it on the east coast guys well, they, know, they wake up at 11 and watch at one dave so you, you went you went backwards no, our you first the wrong game. Way. No, our first game is at eleven. So their first game is at one. Nine. It's earlier. No. No, East Coast is earlier than us, guy. No, it's, if the game is here at eleven, it's one o'clock out there. I I'm sorry. That's you. You're right. <laughs> but nonetheless. You don't listen or learn by the sound of things. Well, you know, <laughs> uh, so you guys, so it's your fault that we have to listen to all that pregame stuff. How Mother do you stay up? How fuckers. do you stay up for Monday night football then? How do they stay up for Monday night football? I've never understood that. Like when I was, we were out in Boston a few years ago uh, during the NHL playoffs. It was April. And uh, we got out of the, the, the Jays Red Sox game at 10 o'clock, 10 o'clock Eastern. And the fucking LA Kings playoff game was just starting. Like just get just starting. I was like, I'm not watching. I mean, at eleven o'clock at night. Ten thirty, whatever it was, yeah. So game shit, no like, they're just dropping the puck. So yeah. 
I don't know. Like, I can't figure it out. Like, like where, where we live, like, uh, like uh, Pacific time zone, you probably miss out on some stuff because at four o'clock start kickoffs and everything else. But where, where we are with five o'clock first pitch, puck drops and everything else, and maybe the latest we have is an eight o'clock puck drop. I think it's fantastic that we're where we are in mountain time zone. Well, you can see the end of the games because yeah. you know, like ten thirty, eleven o'clock's pushing it on a on, on a school night. But on uh, a school yeah. night, like I can't make midnight most nights. And, no, and, fuck, I don't make them on non-school nights. Actually, it's oh, quite funny. Well, like then, like I said, like during the playoffs when games going in overtime, I just say fuck it because. Like why? Like I'm not here for three periods. I'm going to see the overtime goal and the highlights tomorrow. Yeah. So I'm going to sit here for an hour and a half for a five second highlight. No thanks. I got shit to do, and that shit is sleep at midnight. And it was the fourteen twenty sports bar podcast. Four beer sports talk and a whole lot more. Dave needs that extra sleep at night because he hasn't got his caldera lab package yet to keep those those lines away and he has to go to calderalab.com and use promo code 1420 lab at calderalab.com get the best in men's skin care today by using promo code 1420 lab and get 20 percent off the best in men's skin care today i need some for my legs the sun was so hot you should see my tan lines my 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 uh thong my thong i get laughed at for calling them thongs I got my flip flop tan lines. I don't think they've ever been more defined like, than they ever I have. I kind of knew life. what you were saying when you said your thong, but if you would have said thongs, uh, I would know yeah. exactly what you're saying because I'm assuming you weren't running around the ballpark in your in your uh, in your fire retardant thong. Not in my not in my T bar. Like fuck, <laughs> I would I wouldn't be able to sit today if I was rolling around in that sunlight. Oh, sunlight. Fuck, she was hot. It's hot in here. Fourteen twenty sports bar podcast. Four beers, sports talk, and a whole lot more. The Flailing Tender Hockey Podcast is happy to have partnered up with Barn Burner Hockey. Barn Burner Hockey is a hockey lifestyle brand that is motivated by making all natural, chemical free hockey products for players of all ages and skill levels. Get yourself the Filthy Mist Deodorizing Equipment Spray, the Dirty Dangles 2-in-1 Shampoo and Body Wash. They've also got two different types of stick wax, hockey accessories, and apparel that will not only make you look good, but feel great on and off the ice. So go to barnburnerhockey.ca and use promo code 1420BARN and receive 10% off your purchase. That's 1420BARN at checkout at barnburnerhockey.ca. Barn Burner Hockey is so confident that you will love their all-natural products. They offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Barn Burner Hockey and the Flailing Tender Hockey Podcast created for players by players. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more for this July the 3rd, 2023. Uh, this segment is brought to you Manscaped and Manscaped.com. Use promo code 1420Escape to Manscaped.com today and save yourself 20% and get yourself free shipping on all their uh, men's personal grooming needs today. David, as we record this, we'll be out tomorrow morning, bright and early, uh, right when Joey Chestnut's getting himself ready uh, down at Coney Island to eat himself a bunch of hot dogs. The over-under for him, He's a overwhelming favorite at Bulldog, actually, which you can bet on that everywhere. You can bet on anything everywhere, but Bulldog's got him at a, at a, uh, it's a, you can't even really bet on to make any money, but they got the over under set at 72 and a half hot dogs for Joey Chestnut to, uh, defend his title there at Nathan's hot dogs. Uh, that's a lot. Is it just, Oh Christ. 
And I don't. I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm not be searching. It's Americans. six minutes. Is, is it? Is it I, six I, minutes? I think it's ten. Okay. It, it's 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 under two days. You know, for seventy two yeah. hot dogs. Uh, it's, just, it's just complete American gluttony, is it not? And I love Americans. I love going down the states. I love. I love everything. But this is American gluttony at its finest, is it not? I love competition for the sake of competition. I really do. But I remember the very first time I watched that. Um, it was with that Kobayashi, that uh, Japanese guy. Yeah. And I think he downed fifty-eight or something like that. <laughs> and I and it was just it was and the most. Just, and there is little fellas. Oh yeah. Well, Joey Chestnut's a big dude. Like he's six two, six three. Like he weighs a, less than me. I think he's like a, like two fifteen. We'll look it up. Oh. And like and I don't. Oh yeah. And doesn't matter, anyways. Doesn't matter at all. But it was the, the my point being, like I love competition. I love seeing people compete at whatever. What, like pick anything. Uh, and when I first saw that Kobayashi do it, like that was the single most disgusting display I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> it, and uh, you know, and to watch. Joey, it doesn't matter whether it whether it's fifty, whether it's seventy two, whether it's one hundred and fifty two. To watch these people cram their face like that, it's it's just it absolutely disgusts me, and I, and I don't celebrate it at all. It's a morbid fascination for me to actually see how many they pack down because I do remember this. Um, <laughs> when we go down to the, when we used to go down to the gorge as a general rule, um, we would stop at the Walmart in, in Moses Lake, Washington. And I had just read the article. And I go like, Kobayashi ate 62 hot dogs this year. And then I, so I, I, I got five fucking. 12 uh, packs, not, 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 not beer of hot right. dogs. Yeah. Five things of hot dogs and five dozen, uh, things i go that fucking guy ate this in 10 minutes and everybody was like holy fucking when you just one day like everybody's like oh like just just go when you're at the grocery store just stack it up five dozen buns and five dozen wieners i think i tell you that like the the this the year two of the podcast now into year three of the podcast in 2020 when i still my place in medicine hat we were uh you uh, we actually haven't had episode one yet and deanna and i gave it a shot in uh in 2020 there and i think 58? we bought i think we bought three dozen because i thought i could do 20 like in I thought I minutes. could do 20 in 10 minutes. I thought for sure I could do two. <laughs> I thought for sure there was no doubt. And I got, I think I wanted and someone's probably gonna go back and listen to the one from this time last year and one before and everything else. And I thought I could do 20. And I might have got eight and I didn't feel good. And Deanne had four, maybe four and a half, and she was we were, she was done for the day. Like she wasn't. Did you we dip them in the water like the pro? No, we just tried to eat them, right? Just yeah. yeah, but no, it, it it wasn't good. Like it it's it's a sight to behold. And the thing that I, I, I find so fascinating is the amount of people that, that make their way down to Coney Island, down to surf and, and still well. It's it's I've been there a number of times and it's great, but um the masses that go to watch that, like it, it's it's subway traffic basically to get down there. It's unbelievable. 
It's unbelievable. It's uh, once again, it's it's the most disgusting display of he, of human achievement, and um, and it is an achievement because like I I I, I saw an interview with Joey Chestnut. I I've listened to a podcast with him on, and he talked about it and how he prepares and like it, it like it is. I don't know if you want to say accomplishment. Like I. I don't know how much money. I don't know if if, if Joey Chestnut's a, a millionaire. Fuck, I hope he is because yeah, I think his like, his net his net's like four four and a half. Okay, yeah, but like, you know, I don't know if that beats working it's not for third a rate living. podcast money or anything. But whatever. it's not third. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I get that, but like Jesus Christ, the thing that you're putting your body through and and. And if that's what you want to do, because you know it, it is practice, because you got to force yourself. It, it is. I'll, I'll say this: of no other thing, it is mind over matter, because your body is saying, "I'm full, brother." If like, <laughs> again, I, I don't, just, I don't call it a sport. I mean, it's on, it's on ESPN and everything. Else. It's a competition. I, it's a, I don't call it a sport, but let let let's let's just for the sake of this conversation, let's group it into a sport. Um. Because when when uh, Herman got that perfect game the other day, where they were talking about accomplishments of athletes that they could do, uh, let, let's let's go through this. It's kind of I just thought of this actually. Um, could you, if you were given ten passes in the in in the pocket in the NFL, could you somehow a little dump pass or screenplay? Could you uh, get one completion? Oh yeah, I can hit a slot receiver. Could you hit a free throw? Oh, without a doubt, I'm a better I'm a better free throw thrower now than Shaquille O'Neal ever was. Could you, um, if you were given, you, you were never a hockey guy, but uh, I'll put this, I'll put I'll, I'll ask my I'll ask you myself too. But could you on ten penalty shots score one on an NHL goaler? Probably not. On an NHL goalie, probably not. Like I, I, I can skate, I can stick a note, but I, I have no mitt. I think I, I might be able to get one out of ten, one out of twenty, maybe. No, I'd be zero. Could you ever? I can score a penalty shot on a world class goalie in in soccer. Okay, in soccer. Though. Okay, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, okay, so, I would score. So, so I would. There, there, there's the equal. Could I would score you, four out of ten. Could you ever um, get a hit on a major league pitcher? Never. I can't swing. I got a terrible swing. I couldn't either. Could you ever, uh, if you, could you ever strike out a major league hitter? Possibly, but it'd be really, really doubtful. The The dog would have to find a nut, right? Like it was, I like a foul a couple off and he whiffs on the third strike. Kind could of you ever eat 15 hot dogs in 10 minutes? Nope. No chance. Zero. So the biggest accomplishment, the hardest thing to do out of all the things I just mentioned for the, for the average human being would to be eating multiple hot dogs compared not to the average, not the average human being, because like, you know, at least you and I can ski, right. And I can kick a soccer no, okay, ball. But, but, but you know, I'm getting at, like but the, yeah, I, like I the, do know you're getting back. Like uh, all yeah, the things like I just a, mentioned, the hardest thing to do would be eating 15 fucking hot dogs. Think about that. But like, but now we're striving for seventy-two. That's what I'm like. So I, I yeah. can't do fifteen. This motherfucker do seventy-two. Yeah, you know it, it, it's crazy. an accomplishment. Like, yeah, it's, it's fucking it's, crazy. 
Like when you put it in a context, like because you think it'd be it Yokozuna is... or Fat Albert or something eating these fucking things, but it's not. They're just they're stealth guys. Like it's unbelievable. It's it, <laughs> it, 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 and it, and and like I said, it's just absolute gluttony. 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 At, at you its, know, I, at its American finest. I and, I know, and I don't mind being a glutton every now and then, but like for that, like fuck, put. Put 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 shots up like like the, let's see how much a guy can drink and walk home, or something like that. Like just I'll give that a shot, but like this that stuff like oh this stomach and like and when can you puke? Like are you allowed to purge? No, ever, I, or do you... I think once once something comes up, you're done. No, okay, but like so now the the, t- the horn goes, you're done. You won. No, you, I, I did. Re- you do have to hold it down for a certain amount of time. Yeah, I think before so as it's well. official. Yeah, like, like, so you're not an official winner until you don't puke for like an hour or something. I'd like to like, know oh, who sat God. and made the rules. Yeah, because people started puking. Because I remember that, like, there was that one, that one year, and I did watch that. I think Chestnut or Kobayashi, I don't know who it was. They were actually regurgitating as they're piling oh. shit in. They were, I can't they were, wait to watch tomorrow morning. I'm excited, actually. I am I not excited. It. I'll just, I'll just look at the number. So I love, I absolutely love Coney Island. It's, I love going down there. I've been down there four or five times. I think it's fantastic. But yeah, it's well, a little no, bit it, nostalgia it, for me. The Warriors. Remember the movie The Warriors? That's where it was the, the end. Oh yeah, I love that movie. Love that was the movie. Scary. That was probably one of the first kind of scary movies. The uh, the baseball furies. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, they scared the shit out of me. Dave, uh, you ready to do some wood? Uh, who is better? And we'll get get ourselves out of here for the night. Yeah. Uh, Dave, who is better? Uh, recently signed uh, with the Chicago Blackhawks, former Hart Trophy winner, uh, Stanley Cup oh, oh, champion oh. Uh, twice, once with Tampa Bay, once with the uh, Anaheim, no, with the with Anaheim Mighty Ducks. Uh, Corey Perry or uh, Goonies legend, Lost Boys legend, Corey Feldman. Both really kind of had legendary careers. Both burned really fucking hot at the the beginning of their career. Um, Corey Feldman, I would imagine these guys are probably right around the same age. And I don't know if Corey... And I don't know if Corey Feldman has done anything of note since. I think he had a reality show. What the Lost Boys? Like, Jesus Christ. Like, that's that's, that's the poster child of... uh, of of child actors gone wrong, because Corey Haim, I think Corey Haim is 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 resting in peace right now, and they yes, were. Yes, he's not with us anymore. Um, and he was the, the one that was more uh, more uh, straight late, straight laced. Corey. Haim. Well, yeah, I don't know, and and you know what? Um, when I was, I say just a month or two ago, we watched Stand by Me with Jasper, and that's great with, movie. That, yeah, that was with Feldman. You know what? Corey Perry has a better career, so I'm going to say Corey Perry. I'd rather have have. I would rather have Corey Perry on my team than Corey Feldman. So Corey Perry. Yeah, I'd rather like, like Corey Feldman has some legendary moments, but his his uh, his negative I think starts to outweigh the positive. Even though he was in like even like I, I forgot about he was in Stand by Me, but the the movies that Lost he was Boys. in were, were le- like legendary. But the the stuff that he did on, on the downside, it's like he got the, his downside stuff. Like Corey Perry never got sent to the minors. Corey Feldman did. 
Right. Right. Corey, Corey Feldman never matured. Corey Perry understood his role. And now it's, it does his role at a very, very good level. I can't fucking believe, like, league minimum, right? For, no, I think he got a little more than the league minimum because Chicago has to spend some money to try, try to get to the, to, to, the, to the base, to the floor. Oh, okay. So I think he did I think he did okay, actually. Well, good for him, then. For him. He doesn't need it. Uh, uh, recently signed with the Toronto Maple Leafs, his hometown where his dad played Max Domi or... Recently replaced by Circle K's throughout this country, Max Stores. Max Domi or Max Stores? Which one is better? Max Stores? Help me on this one now. Who well, is Max Stores? It's like Circle K. Oh, no more, Max. No Max. Oh, M A C S. Max. Yeah, ma like, like Max Milk. Oh, yes. give me the Max Milk, like with the winking thing. Oh, yeah. for sure. Fuck the Domies. Fuck them all. Fuck, <laughs> fuck Ty Domi. Fuck Max Domi. Max has what's what's Matt, what's Ty Domi's kid's name? Max? Max. Okay, obviously, because we've been talking about Max. Has he unpacked his suitcase since he got in the league? Not really. He's Fuck been, that kid. He's been a lot of everywhere, hasn't he? Oh no! Like stop! Like I don't know how good he is because I don't watch him enough. But like you can, you don't get a chance kid, to. That kid can go fuck his fucking hat. Fuck Max Domi. Fuck him. Max <laughs> Milk. I like the old Max stores. There was one in Fort McLeod when I was growing up there. And those uh, those pizza subs at whatever time at night, they're the only 24-hour store in town, right? Man, those those pizza subs, they uh, they did they, they, they did the trick back in the day, boy. I tell you what. And like some people, the old, the people older than us called them Max Milk. Max right? Milk, yeah. Right. And they had the and they and they were winks and whatever. And uh, yeah. they had this they had the the, the slush cats. The uh, they, not, they changed, they, slurpy, they changed yeah. them to frosters, where was, was, was oh. the thing back in the day. I, and I remember when uh, it's Jesus, man, I'm getting old, but the 84 85, it was 84 because that's when sports came out. He was listening to the news, and he was the one who really got the uh, the Wayfair uh, Ray Bands popular. And Max, you could buy you could buy look alike Ray Bands for like six bucks, whatever they were, and you we, we would take uh, black black paint or something and you would you would black out the max signs on the side of your glasses and pretend you had ray-bans on i was eight or ten pretend i was huey lewis kind of deal right one of those deals uh let's go let's go with another one uh let's go with uh dave who is better welsh crooner tom jones or atlanta braves pitcher and hockey draft pick Tom Glavin. Who is better, Tom Jones or Tom Glavin? Welsh crooner, not Wales crooner. Welsh, Welsh, Wales. Someone, Wales. someone from Wales is called Welsh. Please, uh, Welsh. You know, I actually have Welsh written down. I don't know why it's in Wales. <laughs> um, Walesistic. I was like, I, I, I didn't. It took me a little bit of time. When I say a little bit of time, probably in the last ten years, where I really appreciated the. Uh, the stud that uh, Tom Jones was like, he's the or original guy that, that women threw were throwing panties and bras on stage. This he is was, true. he is the originator of that, but I, I've always been a fan of, uh, of the Braves. I've been a fan of, um, of that pitching staff. And I, I, I read the book. Um, I forget who wrote it, but they, like he followed, uh, the fucker 
uh, Musina and Glavin for a year when uh, Musina, uh, his first, his second year with the Yankees and uh, Glavin's first year with the, with the Mets. I've always liked Tommy Glavin, bit of a battler, 300 game winner, hall of famer. Oh. So I'm, I'm giving this one to, to Tommy Glavin. Uh, That's a close one. Cause I, I got, it's one of those things. I he, Glavin was great. He was a great pitcher. Those, those brave teams, man. Like if it wasn't for the Yankees and the Jays, like the, they, they would have won a lot. It just couldn't. Yeah. Crazy. They, they were, they were so good. They, they, so good pitch, like, and, they could hit and they, just, they just couldn't put it all together at, at the right time. And for whatever reason, I yeah. like Glavin more than I like Maddox, even though Maddox was the better pitcher. Right. And, and, and Smoltz was on that staff and, you know, and, and Tom Jones was Elvis. Like he, he took what Elvis had and, and, and whatever, like the, when, when, when Tom Jones left the stage, there was a tiny ton of panty soup left on the left in the stands. And like when the 1420 podcast. Signed <laughs> <by the night. laughs> All nuns and nuns of them. <laughs> nuns and nuns of the women who listen to this show. I wonder how many women listen to this show. There isn't many. There can't be. I, we appreciate everyone. the ones that do. I, I appreciate it. I'm glad that you Thank do. God Drop us a line because, like, your wife, mine, my sister, my mother, your mother, none of them. Nobody, none, none of the women in my life <laughs> tell no. me they tell me they. I don't even think any of you know I do this anymore. The women in my life, uh, it's, it's more how's it going? Oh, are you guys still doing that? Well, like, huh? yeah, oh, it's good. It's good. Well, good for you. Yeah. <laughs> It's good. <laughs> uh, last last one. Uh, we, we won't recommend this one to him, obviously. But anyways, last one. Who is better to wrap it up for the uh, the July 3rd episode of the 1420 podcast? Who is better, Andrew Luck or Andrew Dice Clay? Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck. I, I you know, I dug. That quick, Andrew, eh? Andrew Luck is a fucking super stud. Um, I respect that guy so much. Um, he he came out. He was a baller. He was the only reason that the fucking uh, Colts were were a team to be considered. They let um, they let Peyton Manning go because they had him, and he put his body on the line. I like the way he walked away before it got really bad in, in, for his in his head. Right, like he well, was, he's a Stanford boy, right? He's smart. smart. Right. Actually, remember that story I told you last week? What people never leave before the game's over. La da 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 da. Luck was the quarterback that day. I was at for Stanford that game at USC, where he just lit oh, up. He? Fuck yeah, it was unbelievable. Yeah, he was so good. You know, and if the fucking franchise would have treated him with respect and gave him an offensive line, but they, but they, they, they had, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't do anything for him. They gave him receivers, but they didn't give him an offensive line. And so, no, like, uh, what's his fucking name? That 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 Pell Popper that owns that fucking team. Um, I didn't know. He's oh, he's a total fucking Pell Popper. He got he got busted for it. Um, God, what's his name? It is it, uh, he inherited the team from his dad. Well, Something I, I junior. No, I do know, but uh, not, I'll not keep the third. talking. No, no, it's it's, it's his second. And but nonetheless, yeah, and every and the kid and the, the Patriots fan are like, oh, how could he do this? Because I'm not gonna say Luck did him dirty, but like he looked at the lineup, he looked what he had for an offensive line, and then he just recur recovered from his 
fucking collapsed lung and, and fractured hip and Concussions all that. Concussions and everything. Oh, yeah. fuck. And then he said, you know what? I got 120 in the bank. I'm good because you know what? I'm smart and, and this isn't fucking worth it anymore. I'm a competitor. And he was smart enough to walk away and he, and he told the, he told the owner, like, no, I like, I'm good. Thank you. I'm just not willing to do this to myself again because I'm finally feeling healthy for the first time in four fucking years. And you're going to put, put that fucking bunch of high schoolers in front of me one more time to get beat the shit up. No disrespect to um, Andrew Dice Clay. That fucker made me laugh. But <laughs> the nursery rhymes like I I every, every dickery, once in a dickery while doc, yeah every once in a while I don't like I don't do it often I like I pretend to be a grown up now and then so I don't I don't uh, put myself through that juvenile stuff anymore but man oh man back in the the late 80s early 90s man like Andrew Dice Clay that that uh, stuff was because it was something was never heard before right it was such it was so vulgar and so off the wall like oh well it, it, it was misogynistic that's the exactly yeah. for it and and it but it did make me laugh and now i am a little bit more woke and 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 it, it, it is what it was it, it made me laugh at the time but his material clearly has not aged well no and i watched it, like i watched something like a few it might be actually during, during covid where we're looking for something to watch right one of those deals oh well, this was funny and you put it on youtube you go hmm like the nursery rhymes are always funny, right? But yeah. the rest of it's like, but like, hey, toots and, and this, yeah, and like, even like, that, okay, yeah, the events right. of Ford Fairlane. Remember Never that? Never saw movie? that. I, oh, I laughed. I, like at the time, I laughed. I think I may have gone to that in the theater. Um, and he Never had, and he had a good bit, uh, a good bit part on um, Honorage too, and, and he was, he was good in that, <laughs> but. As as someone that I re, I respect more and then like and 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 that someone that did it right, I'm gonna give it all 100 percent to Andrew Love. There you go. That's uh, a lot of different names throughout. We went from Joey Chestnut to Corey Perry, Corey Feldman, Andrew Luck, Andrew Clay, Max Domi, and the like. No, it's an interesting little thing we got going on here every once in a while. Who is better? Brought to you by Manscaped and Manscaped.com. Use promo code 1420. Escape to Manscaped.com today and save yourself 20% on their men's grooming products today. Dave, uh, back on our regular schedule for a little bit here. Monday, uh, Thursday, I'm good this week. Monday next week, yeah. No, I am medicine hat on Monday night, but we'll figure something out between now and then. But we'll figure it all out. It's uh, it's uh, it's summer, so we'll we'll make it work. All we can do is uh, just uh, we'll figure it out, and 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 we always do because you know what? Regardless of downloads, regardless of who's uh, having fun listening to us, we're having fun doing this, and and spread the word um, because you know. I get a kick out of it, and 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 I and I think you do too, Brent. So oh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy what we're doing here because we enjoy doing it, and it's it's a fucking treat to do this outside. I've been doing it outside for we a couple of weeks uh, now. we have a new member. Uh, the Belly Up uh, Sports Network, more media network, uh, <laughs> gave us. Uh, 
as an adoption, I guess. I don't know how, how we'd word it, but Andrew Bernstein, he's uh, joining us as an intern for the summer. He joined the 1420 group uh, with Jimmy Schworn, uh, Boy Genius, uh, the producer of the show, and Dave and myself. So, Andrew, welcome to the uh, to the podcast. Looking forward to having you aboard and helping you, uh, you, you helping us uh, grow this thing onto bigger and better leaps. And I don't know what that man's got, no, no, got himself into, but I feel, I'm looking forward to, to meeting up with him, having a chat with him, and seeing what his ideas are for the show. So it should be interesting to see what Andrew's got going on. Did they fly him here or did they fly us there? Well, I was hoping that Andrew would fly us there on his big, his big uh, payday from belly up sports. Well, well, I I think that would be more desirable for everything. Like you gotta, you gotta make sure he's comfortable. Well, us living wherever he's living and, you know, having two, two old men living with him might be a bit odd, but we'll, we'll make it work. Well, no, 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 Liv. Like, fuck, you and I can fucking share a twin bed in a circle eight. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> anyway, so, Andrew, we'll talk later on this week. Thank you very much for helping us in the show in, in, in this summer, so we'll get things going here as the things going in here. Anyways, uh, the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. Take care of each other, but more importantly, take care of yourself to year round. Keep you sticking on the ice, and what else, Dave? I want to see nobody swinging high pitches except for those poor motherfuckers that my boy threw an immaculate inning for the other day. <laughs> there you go. Keep swinging. Keep swinging. Good night. Keep- good, good, after- <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, and good night. See you later. Have a good night, everybody. All calm, Mr. Jasper Van Rovers. There you go. Have a good night, folks. We'll talk to you guys again on Thursday night.